Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. There's good money available to you on Mark and Katrina's Sound of Limerick with BBNet Broadband. It's now worth €275 and your next chance to call and enter will be the half seven headlines in the morning. If it's not one, then you'll get another chance at half eight and do check out live95.ie and the the, uh, breakfast show page for more. Uh, Now, gardening was something that uh, was a lifesaver for many in 2020 and St. Michael's National School on Barrington Street in Limerick uh, did some great work. Uh, They built a sensory garden during the first lockdown and an outdoor classroom and they're now officially launching it and we have the principal of St. Michael's, Miriam Smith, on the line to tell us a little bit more. Hi Miriam, how are you? Good morning, good morning Joe. So, I suppose I can guess, but just tell us anyway where the idea for the garden and the outdoor classroom originated. Um, I suppose it originated because a number of years ago we were sanctioned uh, a new classroom. We had an additional uh, teacher employed and needed a new classroom. And once the plans of the classroom were drawn up, um, it became apparent that the only place on the site to put the classroom was on the, the staff car park. So we had to relocate um, the staff car park onto the section of the playground. So as the drawings and the designs are being done up, I suppose the board were always conscious that they wanted to give something back to the children. And as part of the new classroom space, we got a wheelchair accessible entrance and a new entrance to the school. And beyond that entrance is a beautiful um, window which looks onto the back of the school. And the board envisaged that um, we would put a sensory garden there a space that we could give back to the children uh, um, to kind of take uh, sort of a compromise from what we had taken from the schoolyard to put the staff car park onto. So it was always a dream of the board that they, that it would be accomplished. But um, I suppose like, you know, yourself, dreams don't always become a reality, but we're very lucky that this dream has. And when did work start on it? So work um, had been due to start literally in March, just when we went into the the, the, the schools closed, we went into the full lockdown. But um, as you know, during parts of the, the various levels of the lockdown that we had, landscapers were allowed to work. And um, as soon as restrictions were lifted and, uh, you know, everybody uh, could you know, do outdoor work and that kind of thing. Um, the volunteers began to work and um, the landscapers, Hawthorne landscapers that were uh, in charge of the main elements of the project um, completed the work. So mainly during the, the summer, uh, a lot of the work was done. Um, we had parent involvement, we had pupil involvement and we had staff involvement and obviously with professionals on board as well. Right, great. Uh, We are chatting to the principal of St. Michael's National School on Barrington Street in Limerick, Miriam Smith. And tell us a little bit more about the parental involvement. You know, a couple of things fell your way, I think, in that respect, didn't it? Yeah, we were were so lucky. Like, I was new to the school three years ago when I started as principal. So I suppose I had a big job because I didn't really know, I didn't know anybody in Limerick. I had moved from the Midlands and... Uh, it took me a while to get to know the parents and, you know, everybody's background. But um, I stumbled uh, upon a parent one day who happened to tell me that they were a landscape architect. And I said to myself, I'll just hold on to that piece of information in my head now until I need it. And I always knew that this sensory garden was, you know, in the pipeline, but never really knew how I was going to make it happen. And... Um, 
I had a visitor to the school, a uh, past pupil from America visited the school. She just happened to be, you know, researching her family roots and asked to see some role books. And I show, showed her around the school and I was telling her about our, you know, plans for future development. And I suppose it was a combination of those two things. Um, that past pupil very, very kindly gave us a donation and asked that it be put towards um, developing the sensory gardens for pupils uh, with sensory needs and for all children in the school. And it was then that I um, got back onto Manuel Smallis, uh, one of our parents who is a landscape architect, and he drew up the um, amazing plans that uh, eventually uh, we turned into a reality and they became um, our sensory garden. And Miriam, what's the story with loads of tyres? The tyres, yeah. So I suppose when Manny asked me um, what you know I envisaged for the garden, and I gave him very little of a brief, I kind of just said, obviously, vibrant colours and you know sustainable because we are uh, a green school like many schools in Ireland, and we just kind of wanted to make sure that there was an element of sustainability and we're all about reduce, reuse, recycle. It's always a mantra we're trying to teach the children in schools. So he decided uh, to incorporate tyres into the design, and in the end, we ended up with over 90 tyres. And uh, Midwest Tyres provided those tyres to, to the school free of charge, and one of the parents, um, a parent again, Marsan Plicta, works in Midwest Tyres and delivered those tyres to us. And again, I suppose that was all, that was a big part of the pupil, parent and staff partnership. Um, We had staff in painting tyres. We had parents in painting tyres. I had pupils in fifth and sixth class washing tyres in September and October when the garden was done. We all decided to go out one day and give them a little bit of a spruce up because with the planting and stuff, they got a little bit um, muddy. So it was very much... um, yeah, it's very much just uh, everyone coming together for the greater good. Right. And what are the benefits that you're seeing of it so far, Miriam? Yeah, like the benefits are just, um, well, first of all, you can't help but feel happy when you come around the sides of school and um, you see all this beautiful colour and the plants and everything. The space there beforehand was, it was just a bit, of, a, a, a bit of green space. You know, we have beautiful trees. We're so lucky to be beside the People's Park. But this is just a whole new level. We've got this rhythm forest. We've got, you know... Uh, through waterfall and then just you're hit with this plethora of colour all around you um, between the outdoor classroom space and the sensory garden. And I suppose we have children who on a daily basis become overwhelmed. Um, I suppose a lot of us become overwhelmed from time to time, but there are children with sensory needs who the classroom environment in a mainstream school can become very overwhelming and those children need a little break, a little time out from the class. So we'd have children who'd be visiting the classroom on a daily basis and sometimes a couple of times a day but then teachers are bringing classes outside the sensory garden for like 10-15 minute breaks and just to kind of get a bit of fresh air uh, and you know reset them and ready to go back in and learn some more or obviously making use of the outdoor classroom for story time or oral language work or even if it's just to bring out their lunchbox and have their lunch outside it's just I suppose with COVID now it's much safer as well to try and do more um, outdoor learning and that's what we're trying to utilise in the school as well. Right. I presume it's going to be more of a challenge to use it as much as you would like in the winter. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I suppose uh, they they say there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad gear. But, uh, 
Yeah, like we absolutely have to wrap up well now. And um, I suppose in the last week or so, it has been a little bit nippier. But, um, you know, in the middle of the day when the sun is out and that um, as long as you're dressed uh, appropriately with your hat and your scarf, um, you know, I suppose kids, I, I think sometimes kids don't feel the cold once they have their hat and scarf on and they're with their friends and they're just happy out. And I think sometimes those adults feel the cold and that kind of thing more than the kids. But um, they're always jumping around and, and enjoying themselves. Um, but yeah, I suppose, look, we dress appropriately and, and we just get out and we make the most of it. Mm. And finally, Miriam, how are you handling COVID at the school at St. Michael's? It was uh, stressful enough. There's no point in in uh, sugarcoating it. When we went back in September, uh, dealing with a pandemic, like we're all trying to deal with it in our own way. But we had we made a good plan. Our board of management sat down. We were, I'm very lucky. We have a very supportive board of management, and we developed a reopening plan that we felt was safe. And we got teacher input, and you know we had to get you know get parent input. And I know initially parts of the plan, I'm sure people were questioning, but. So far, so good. We are, you know, managing to the best of our ability. But it's funny, like, a lot of people's jobs have changed with the pandemic. But every single element of what we do in a school has changed from the moment the pupil arrives outside the gate and is waiting to come down the ramp to every single activity a teacher plans, if it's art, if it's PE, if it's math, it doesn't matter the activity. We have to think about sharing of equipment, sanitising equipment, quarantining resources, um, you know, having a rota for, for different resources for maths. We'll say we can't all use the clocks this week because some other class had them and we can't um, sanitise them because they're made of cardboard and so on. So it's been difficult because of the management of absolutely everything, but the staff are doing amazing. And you know what, Joe, the children are just phenomenal. Like really and truly after the first day, it was like second nature to them to come down the ramp and sanitise their hands, wash their hands throughout the day. They're dealing with this so well. And I think we can all take a leaf out of the book of children of Ireland because they really are just phenomenal. Okay, brilliant. All right, listen, thank you very much for talking to us, Miriam Smith, uh, who is the principal of St. Michael's National School on Barrington Street and continued good luck uh, with the uh, sensory garden and outdoor classroom. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.